And welcome to the boldness for season two, for well, really for this year, for se- for season two thousand and sixteen. My name's Phineas Mir. Joining joining me as he does regularly is Raphael Kalev. Hello, Raphael. How are you doing tonight, Finn? Very well. Now the boldness before we get started is not just not just waiting for some well-meaning person to give you your human rights, but demanding them. What's coming up on today's show, Raphael? We are talking about a play called Give Me Reason to Live by Claire Cunningham, and we are interviewing Andrew Harad Wynne-Jones. Magnificent, and uh, we will be back with her right after this. Hello, that was Fact or Fiction f- from the Bipolar Bears, which brings us t- to our which brings us t- to our guest we have on the line, who is the director, f- f- the artistic director from Art House, and Harrod Harrod Wynne Jones. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrongly there. No, that's perfect. That's it. Uh, so, um, t- with we're interested, obviously. We're interested in uh, a p- performance you've got on as part of your f- festival of art happening in March. We're interested, uh, particularly in Claire, Claire Cunningham's. <clears throat> Give me a reason to 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 live. Can you tell us a bit bit about that, please? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, well, Claire is um, an artist, a UK-based artist, and um, she's working with. Some of the imagery of um, that Dutch painter Hieronymus Bosch, who does those really powerful and sometimes quite grotesque images of um, the general populace in in kind of all sorts of um, disarray, and she's using um, that as inspiration to explore religion and religious art and the judgment of souls and of bodies. So um, she is a uh, she calls herself an all-round artist. So she's a, a singer, a classically trained singer, and a choreographer and a dancer. And she works with her crutches. Um, the, she terms it the use and misuse of crutches. So I think they become, in a way, props um, as well as um, uh, supports in her work. And really, her interest is in creating, in getting us to, to think about um, a physicality um, and different bodies in 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 a new way. Yeah, Angie Harad, um, this is Raphael. 
Now, with the crutches, I almost, like when I saw the video clip on Vimeo, the crutches reminded me, they were like a symbol of a person's with a disability struggle about um, society? Yes, yes, I think there's there's a lot in there, isn't there? I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, people describe her work as brutally honest, so I think she's not afraid of kind of pulling punches. And um, certainly, I, from like you, I, I haven't seen the work live. Um, I've only seen it on video, but it's extremely powerful on video, so I can only imagine it's going to be, you know, even more so in the flesh. But yes, I think she, the, the crutches become, um, in different ways, become part of her, her battle to represent herself and to be seen um, separate to and yet connected to, um, t- to her disability. What, what, what drew you to um, getting, getting her as part of your, your f- festival to, to display her her work. Her work, yeah. Um, well, the, so the, she's part of the Festival of Live Art at Arts House, um, and that's a, a festival that's um, been going just... It's this, the second iteration. We did it first in 2014, and it's a collaboration with um, Theatre Works based in St Kilda and Footscray Community Arts Centre. And really, we, we decided to um, create this festival because we really wanted to explore works that... Um, and, and provide an invitation to audiences to come and experience works that are kind of not the um, normal sit down in a theatre and shut up and listen, <laughs> um, but all, but really works that kind of invite audiences into different kinds of relationships, um, either through the content or actually through the um, through the experience of the work. So there's a huge variety of, of um, different um, ways that. Uh, the artists are making work. Some of them are one-on-one. Some of them are, you know, grand-scale participative. In some ways, I suppose Claire's work is is maybe um, more performative than than some of the other works that we have. But I think what we were really excited about was the power of her as a performer um, and and the story that's in her body that that's um, that she's really intent on expressing and. Um, we were interested in exploring that as a thematic um, running through some of the other performances uh, as part of FOLA. So um, there's another work by an artist called Luke George called Erotic Body, and, and he's really interested in um, exploring that aspect of, of his relationship with his own body and, again, the way that we look at bodies. Um, and there's another artist who's, uh, who's making a work um, that really... Uh, draws on the menstrual cycle of um, her body and the creation of an artwork that's really inspired and, and actually influenced by that. So running as a thematic through the whole festival is a really intense gaze on the body and, and those artists that are really challenging us to, to think differently um, and to experience it differently, I suppose. Is it the whole festival, is there a theme... Um, loosely based on the work of Hieronymus uh, Bosch? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Um, not deliberately. There's there's some, 
you know, I think that the the artists that that we work with are really drawn to the experimental and the extreme, and um, are not afraid to challenge conventional no, notions of beauty and aesthetics. So I suppose yes, you could say that. Um, you know, Hieronymus Bosch is probably a touchstone for for a number of the works, but but yeah, not overtly. I mean, I think what we were keen to do was really offer a platform for the artist ideas to be visible and to be heard and and distinctive in their own right. Um, and 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 that's kind of the the real pleasure in in curating a festival like this is that you know you actually start start to see some of the links and connections. Um, you know, post the event, post just the selection of the works in a way, um, and and that feels like a really interesting sort of litmus test of, I suppose, some of the um, kind of cultural narratives that we're unpicking and remaking um, collectively, both as artists and as audiences. Well, I mean, Willis, said, I think it's a great title of Claire Cunningham's play, Give Me a Reason to Live, is that it's challenging, it actually... Um, gets people to really put out of their comfort zone to wonder what is going to happen here, what is this all about, where does this lead? Absolutely, and I, you know, I think it speaks to the way that culturally in our society we very often diminish the contribution that people of mixed abilities, different abilities make. Um, that you know, we we tend to um, stigmatise people and, and you know, um, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that Give Me a Reason to Live is a, is a very provocative um, and yet a, a, at the same time, obviously, it calls up that very beautiful pop song. So, um, you know, it's, it's also got this kind of lyrical edge to it um, that is much more maybe soulful um, as or as well as, as well as being quite... Um, you know, provocative and, and bold is also quite soulful. So I think, um, you know, that really reflects her work and the way that she explores um, both the beauty and the sadness and also the, the power and majesty of of herself and her relationship to her body. Her work also touches on uh, the idea of eugenics as well, well I believe, which is uh, quite confronting for people. Yeah, she's she, she's not afraid of anything, Claire. So yeah, she talks about it being um, a memorial to the disabled victims, um, both in the Nazis' euthanasia program, and and she's talking about um, the current kind of neoliberal um, policies that are happening through the UK government's um, current welfare reform. So um, yeah, I think the UK are going into a, very much of a retrograde. Um, position around um, disability rights and access currently. I said with the video clip is that touching on this theme a little bit more that it is in black and white and I think it's pretty well black and white that having a disability is really about being included in society and it's actually making a statement about give me a reason to live is that we're either part of society or we're not part of society so maybe the video clip was actually done in black and white intentionally. What do you think? I think that's a really spot-on analysis. Yes, I think, um, you know, she's she's in herself. She's she's obviously really, as an artist, very clear in her um, in the way that she positions herself, um, and 
in a black and white way, I suppose she's you know she reveals herself very overtly, um, and and I think uh, you know that she she talks about um, sometimes being frustrated by dance language that can can kind of um, maybe speak to itself more than it speaks to an audience. So you know she's very determined to she wants to communicate her story and she wants to do that. Um, really powerfully and I think exactly as you say then it becomes um, in a way a provocation to, to us to society to the audience to um, to accept that provocation and move towards it or or not we're listening to Ang Herod when when Jones artistic director at art house about Claire Cunningham's flag give me a reason to to live what 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 do you what do you think? Audience, I guess it's hard to sort of quantify, but but at the moment because it has been on. But what do you think audiences will take away from this? Um, I think they'll take away that she's a phenomenal artist with a, a very powerful story to tell, um, and you know she's um, she's she's touring Australia. She's um, being presented in the the Perth International Festival of Arts. Um, where she's also doing masterclass. So I think, um, you know, we feel very privileged to be able to, to have an artist of, of her stature um, here in Australia. And, you know, we have a amazing um, artist coming from the disability sector, you know, companies like Back to Back and Restless Dance Company in, in South Australia. So... Um, you know, there's a strong community here that will connect very directly with her practice as an artist. But I also think, um, you know, it, she's she's got a story to tell that's um, very powerful and, and and really accessible to anyone. Is it like is it even uh, going back to what you said a little bit earlier about um, dancing and disability? Look, and that's confronting because, like, dancing is almost like a celebration of life. It's part of living. And even, like, a, if there was such a term as disability dancing, it almost becomes some type of subculture, such as, let's say, um, wheelchair dancing or dancing maybe with crutches or dancing around the outskirts of life, trying to find a partner and actually being involved in the community in a meaningful way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I suppose it's you know it's it's so complex and interesting, isn't it? Because I, I think there's absolutely that that um, the, that reading of it, but at the same time, you know, because she's so boldly placing it as central to her work, it's also feels to me like a celebration of her capacity. So, um, and I and I don't know. I feel like that's um, in terms of you know the pro- the progressions that are made culturally around how we think and talk about um, diversity, be that disability, be that gender, be that cultural, um, you know, that that we are hopefully moving to a place where those things are acknowledged as as richnesses and complexities rather than, you know, some kind of um, lack. And with the Festival of Live Art... How many players will be screened over the um, time of it? Oh, my goodness. We have got a lot going on. <laughs> um, 
So with the, the way that we've structured it is there's um, here at Arts House there are two weeks and we've got um, two kind of main stage shows of which Claire is one in one week and two in the following week. Um, and then um, we're inviting people to buy a town hall ticket so you get to see both of those shows but you also then get access to um, six or seven other um, smaller works, more intimate works that are happening around the building um, that, you know, as I was talking about earlier, maybe one-on-one or um, might be screen-based or might be um, using uh, digital devices. So there's a whole sort of plethora of, of projects and that's, you know, that's what's happening um, at Arts House. Um, and then there's a whole heap of fabulous work also happening at Footscray and at Theatre Work. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to choose from, but it's, we're, we're kind of asking people to make their own adventure, to, you know, um, throw their hat in the ring and, and um, take a risk and, yeah, pick a, pick a show and add some others to it and enjoy the ride. So to get a whole theatrical experience which is on offer, how would people uh, be able to get tickets? Yeah, so... Um, through the um, Festival of Live Art website is probably the um, the easiest way. Um, so that's fola.com.au. Um, but also um, you could call Arts House and um, to the box office on uh, 93223720 and um, we'll you know, make sure that um, we explain what's available and how to access it. Now, Claire... Oh. Going back to just going back to Claire's um, work work for a minute, she was um, she said obviously she had um, she really had trouble at first realizing that coming to terms with with getting on using crutches and and then came to the realization that crutches could be used in a meaningful way to express herself. do you th- think that is is that sort of a, a con- well not a controversial but is is that is that sort of a, a way of seeing people with disabilities that uh, we don't often see in, in artwork or performance? Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, she studied with um, a, an artist in the UK who goes by the name of Crutch Master. Um, <laughs> And I think it was through working with him that, that that sort of transformed her relationship with the crutches from, you know, maybe a more um, functional um, aid, walking aid, to to this, you know, both kind of quite symbolic use of them, but also really taking risks and, and um, extending, you know, physically exploring how far she could go physically um, with them as as objects that are in some ways extensions of her body in other ways obstructions to her movement um and yeah i mean i think you know whilst um whilst at arts has that you know there's a lot of really experimental work with artists pushing the forms in in lots of different ways so um in and of itself that that's not necessarily um i suppose uh really controversial but it 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 certainly i think within the context of you know the mainstream um 
dance culture, it it's still bizarrely and um, you know centered on this kind of idea of um, a body that's um, well problematic in its own way because it's you know often they're they're female bodies that are almost denied their their femaleness or you, you know um, a, a kind of uh, have be, have been um, under pressure, under societal pressure or, or, or technical pressure to, to perform in particular ways. So, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, it's fantastic that she's embraced her crutches and uh, making this work that, that, you know, celebrates it, explores it, blows it apart, problematizes it, and certainly in relationship to, you know, to um, a lot of dance practice that probably a lot of people would think of as... Um, the mainstream it, it's a it's a very radical act so what so where can where can before we let before we let you go where can people where can people book and get t- tickets yeah so um either through the um fola website which is fola.com.au so f-o-l-a.com.au um, or directly with us at Arts House um, by calling 0393223720 and um, we can give you more information about the show times and um, access requirements and, um, yeah. And, and, and am, I right in thinking, am I right in saying Claire's show, Claire's show, which is the show we've been talking about today, give, give me a Claire Cunningham show, give me a reason to live will be on from the... Night to the eleventh of March. That's it. Fantastic. That's exactly right. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Harrod. Harrod, and good luck with the good luck with the festival. And uh, we hope that everyone gets along to Claire Cunningham's show in particular. Fantastic. Thanks very much for calling. No worries. Thank. Thanks very much. Thank you. That's Harrod Win Jones. From who is the artistic director at the festival of uh, the festival of live art and talk about Claire Cunningham show? Give me a reason to live. Now, just before we get out of here, we should say that um, really encourage people to subscribe to Three CR because it is subscriber week at the moment. So, um, if you like your if you like your radio independent and free from all the uh, outside influences, uh, mainly from uh, media proprietors, then subscribe to 3CR. You can, it's very easy to subscribe. It's very easy to subscribe. It's $70 if you're waged, 30 if you're, 35 if you're concession, and $30 if you're a, if you're a, in solidarity or a band. So, why wouldn't you subscribe? You can subscribe by calling nine four nine eight three double seven during business hours, or go to three crorgau and subscribe. We really encourage you to do that. Uh, boldness listeners and just anyone who is listening in general and wants to support uh, wants to support the great station that is three three cr. Um, Free and independent uh, radio station. Anyway, and the, and the best part about independent radio is that you get the real news, not what people want to say, but what really happens. 
There you go. Well, well, Sandra Raphael, it's time for us to uh, get get out of here and wait, make way for t- Tamil Tamil voices. We'll be back again next month. Until then, we'll leave you with a bit of a, bit of a tune, and that is called something I don't. And we'll be back on the twenty third of March. There you go. We will too, and uh, we'll leave you with a tune. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Cheers. 3CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent.